0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Enger, today with my fabulous co-host.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. So we've got lots to talk about. We both had
0: um, pretty eventful weekends, and Mm -hmm. there there were a lot of things going on. So um, before we get started on... Primarily, I want to recap the Ben Weider. Um, I think it's important that mm-hmm. our listeners kind of know what pro qualifiers are out there. And I think this is, you know, this being the first time we actually went there as a team with coaches on staff. Um, I felt like got a really good feel for what that show's like. So I kind of wanted to analyze that. Um, but first, I wanted to announce the winners of the scholarship athlete award. Um, there were actually two, when I say winners, um, because I had such a hard time deciding, um, there were so many good applicants and I appreciate everyone that applied. Um, and those of you that also did interviews with me. I just had a really um good time meeting a lot of people that are passionate about the sport and that um, you know, all of their sweet words about the podcast were amazing and I I just, I was really impressed with everyone. So needless to say, my decision was very difficult. Um, hmm. so I actually ended up landing on two, um, finalists, one being a wellness competitor, future wellness competitor, and then, um, one being a future bikini competitor. So I actually went on the, um, the novice, the true novice and novice side of things. Um, because the one competitor, she's she had only competed in a true novice bikini competition. And she, in my opinion, is, like, way suited for wellness. Like, hands down, mm. has, like, amazing glutes, really full, like, muscular legs, hamstring, glute tie-in. Um, is definitely, like, that, you know, bell shape. And yeah. she didn't even know. Like, she didn't even know that oh. she would be... um a candidate for the wellness category. So she'll be doing her first wellness. She'll be doing her wellness debut and training, um, for that as a scholarship athlete. And then, um, and she's a school age, like, or she's in school and she's like working two jobs. And I just felt like she really deserved to have the scholarship. Um, and her whole attitude about the prep life was what really impressed me is just that, You know, she comes from a weight loss background and just, like, really maintaining the lifestyle and um, knowing that prep isn't just, like, a lean out or a, like, fat loss phase and then gain it back, but more of a, like, year-round type of mentality competitor, which I really liked. Um, She truly lives out the prep life. Um, And then my other one, um, she is, she's never done any sort of competition. Mm -hmm. She's a listener of the podcast. She has an amazing structure, so lots of potential, um, to do bikini competition. And she works at a church and is, um, a mom, a very busy mom. And I just, I felt like, um, you know, she was one that really wanted to do this very badly. Um, and so hopefully, you know, the scholarship will help her have the ability to do that, um, through the coaching and, um, she's been listening to our podcast a lot for tips. So, I really always appreciate that as well. So, um, so yeah, Erica Lopez is the wellness competitor and then Shara, um, and I don't want to mispronounce her last (laughs) name, but I think it's Fagnet. Um, but yeah, those are my two, my two winners that I selected. Oh,
1: congratulations, ladies. That's exciting.
0: Awesome. So do you want to start by, uh, telling us about your posing seminar in Florida and then we can kind of dive into the Ben Wheater after that?
1: Yeah, that would be great. So I did a posing workshop in Delray beach, Florida this Sunday. And, um, I had the privilege of working with some pretty amazing women, uh, they were so welcoming, but I got to work with individuals and the and kind of like tweak their mandatory poses or, you know, tweak a transition pose if they had their mandatories done really well. And most of them are getting ready for a show uh, first call outs coming up this weekend. So it was really nice to kind of see them in their like almost final form. They just have you know they're in the midst of their peak week and then make those small adjustments that i felt could really just kind of give them an an extra edge Uh, and the things that i'm noticing the more that i'm working with clients in their posing uh, both online and in person is there's like three main fundamentals that um or body areas that need adjustment so the first thing that I'm noticing is there's a lot of, um, inability to control scapular control. And I know that we're bikini. Uh, most of us are bikini and so we don't need to do like a giant lap flare like figure. And so like spreading the scapula really far is not our goal, but still being able to control that joint can really emphasize or de emphasize the upper body in a, in a variety of ways. So, um, you know, having control of these body parts during your training helps as well, but I've noticed a direct correlation from the, you know, controlling the body through your exercise and being intentional with mind muscle connection, and then having that translate over into posing. So step one is like being able to control your scapula, either elevation to press, like uh, retract or detract, um, to manipulate either the shoulders or the back uh, just slightly And then also the mobility of the pelvis. I'm noticing that there's a lot of resistance in, you know, either anterior or post, mostly posterior pelvic tilt, Um, or just being able to like sit into one hip or distribute weight, or we don't have like very stable, you know, someone might not have stable glute needs. And so like balancing on one leg is more problematic. So like distributing weight on your, one leg during a specific pose may be more challenging. So working on like hip mobility and hip exercises in conjunction with some of the posing has helped. And then the last thing is just core noticing that, you know, we have to have that endurance and that resilience to be able to hold the core in super tight. And that's different than being able to contract it during like an ab exercise. Um, And then even different than doing like a hollow hold where you're holding your breath. So, um yeah, I have really loved to enjoy working with people when they're posing. I think that you work so hard on your physique. So being able to do those small things to emphasize how beautiful uh, your individual body is, is such a privilege. And so like working on the mechanics of it has been, um, has actually been really helpful. I've seen a lot of really good results with people. So if you're interested in posing, I do offer, you know, Glam Girl does offer one-on-one posing sessions. Um, so if you go to the website, glamgirlbikini.com and hit shop, you can uh, book a posing session and uh, either I or one of our other coaches can definitely help you tweak your your posing technique. So yeah, the workshop was a lot of fun. I made a lot of really good connections, worked with a lot of beautiful women, and I'm I'm excited to keep growing and learning as a coach and doing this for more people.
0: Yeah. And just to clarify it. So I will put the, the posing like link to purchase your posing in the show notes, just so that people have that reference. And then if you are part of glam girl, it is included in your package, which is kind of a bonus for, you know, our athletes. I feel like, because that's definitely something that's all a cart and other teams. So, um, you know, our, all our athletes get 30 minutes with their coach a week, um, either through one on ones, or they can choose to take our team posing classes. If their particular coach doesn't have availability for a day and time that works for them, we do have Mm -hmm. offer all different days and times as part of, um, you know, 10 weeks out from each of our team shows. So right now we're in our fall posing session. Um, and I also wanted to mention that, I am hosting a posing seminar for everyone that's getting ready for our team show on November 12th. And our posing seminar is Sunday, um, October 23rd. So it is coming up and it's from noon to one and it's at blush fitness uh, here in Overland park, Kansas. And we will be going live on Instagram. So you can always follow along or watch the playback. Um, but if you're in the area or within driving distance, it's definitely worth the drive. Um, yes. you know, I think, so one thing, and this kind of segues into our next topic with the Ben Weider, um, one thing that, you know, it's, it's one thing to be posing through zoom and FaceTime and doing like a video, obviously that's a certain level. And that helps you quite a bit, uh, when it comes to your posing and, nailing you know what exactly works for your physique Mm -hmm. but also like having someone's hands on you and like physically put you in positions but then also watching other competitors pose Mm -hmm. as well which is one of the reasons why we try to you know offer the classes as well so that people that are more advanced can kind of show the less advanced um, individuals um, you know some of their routine and you can always have like your coach demonstrate and things like that, but sometimes it just really clicks when you watch other people pose um, Mm -hmm. and kind of see it live in an action. And what I know that was something that was really, and I mean, I'm just saying this because this individual told me I'm not trying to say like, you know, like bragging on our (laughs) services or whatever, but um, I had an athlete that she did her first show by herself and she was a virtual client and everything and um we obviously did team posing on Thursday night before the Ben Weeder and we actually had the opportunity to do it on the stage which was super helpful for everyone even people that were advanced posers that had posed before with us at team shows and everything it's just so much better when you're actually on the physical stage that you're going to be performing on the next day Um, but I know this particular individual, she was just really struggling with that connection, um, with how to turn her body and how to, Mm -hmm. you know, anterior pelvicly tilt so that her glutes stayed high and her transitions and everything. And, um, definitely walking to the back, like switching with competitors, angling in when you're on the outsides, like just knowing how to move throughout those different things. I think it made a world of a difference. Um, she definitely went from, you know, like it was like a 180, but from the beginning of that posing session to the end. Um, and it really helped her a lot because she ended up getting, um, she was in the overall pose down. So she had to walk to the back curtain. Um, in her 50 plus, she ended up winning her class. And um, it was so good that we had practiced over and over again. Um, we practiced that day of the show as well, like multiple times. Um, as a team backstage, just to kind of get the ladies ready and that muscle memory. So um, I know that helped her a lot. Uh, She had not been in that scenario. And then she got first call outs um, in her 35 plus as well. And so it just, um, I think it makes a difference when Mm -hmm. you can kind of go over those fine details. Like, for example, some of my pet peeves are when People get a medal and they have helmet head and they don't pull their hair out. We like even practiced that. And we even practiced how to do the victory stance because I had a feeling all of the girls actually ended up placing, which was a huge blessing. It was amazing. We had two girls in the um, overall pose downs and then one that won the novice overall and got a sword and the tiara. But we practiced how to hold the items, how to like pull your hair out, how to stand in the victory stance. And just, those little fine details. Um, it's funny cause they all happened. They ended up having to do those, Ooh. but you know, like some coaches don't, they kind of miss that. Like where you need to like talk about how to stand for the photos and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, I just, I it felt like it was a really successful show, um, in that regard. So we did that Thursday night. Um, we had a team meeting and then it was cool because I actually had three out of four athletes in uh, glam girl bikini suit rental suits. So we actually live put one of the girls in a different suit and it ended up looking fantastic on her. Um, so it's just, again, it's cool to see people in person and to be able to fit them in a suit in person. And then um, the one athlete... She actually when she hit her back pose, she had gotten braid extensions in um and her extensions were like touching the top of her glutes, especially when you arch and you look up, mm-hmm. they go longer um and I feel like she had a really nice back and really nice shoulders. but when your hair is not tapered in a V, it's really hard to see that definition and um it just gives the illusion that your waist is even tinier than it is when you can cut it in that taper. So actually that night I, I like cut her braids and, um, it just, it really worked out to again, just to be there in person. I just love to be so hands-on and, um, and all of that. So, um, before I move on, anything else to comments or, um, thoughts? No, I'm just a
1: listener right now. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I'll go over how the show went and kind of how it's run and how it's different from other shows, if you're good with that. Yeah, go for it. Because it's kind of unique. So for those of you that don't know, um, most national shows, you know, well, all national shows here in the United States, you have to be a U.S. citizen or a green card holder. With um, the exceptions to these competitions are pro qualifiers, which – basically it means that you can go as an amateur, you don't have to have done a regional show to qualify um, and you can come from any country and you can place and win your pro card. So essentially all of these athletes could have done that or they could have won their pro card. Um, this one the odds are a little bit different, more different than any other show. So I want to go over that first um, before I get ahead of myself so, In this show, you can win your pro card as a master's competitor. However, you have to win the overall for the 50, the 40, or the 35. And then those three overall winners, the overall winner of the overall wins the pro card, which I've never seen a show do that. Wow! So you have a double overall. So there was one girl that had a million swords and tiaras. (laughs) Just (laughs) FYI, because you have to win... A double overall. So not only do you have to win your class, but you have to win two overalls. And then um, in open, for example, it was like A through F. And so you'd have to win your class and then you have to win the overall to get the pro card in the open. Okay. So there's a master's pro card and then there's an open pro card. And there's no pro card awarded to the novice class. So our competitor that won the overall and the novice did not win a pro card mm-hmm. for clear reasons. Um, mm-hmm. And that one was interesting because I've never been to a pro qualifier that has novice and yeah. juniors. So oh. junior is 23 or younger. Never even heard of that category. I've heard of teen bodybuilding. But now that they require you be that you're 18 to compete, I think they make it junior so that... Because, I mean, basically you'd have 18 and 19 and then you'd be done if it was still teen bodybuilding. So they recently changed that rule. So there was a junior class. And um, so the novice, I I liked it that they had novice, and this is the reason why. Um, So it's still the same rules where you have to have, you know, like not won a class in the open at any kind of show. And in this... Specific example, we had a citizen of Italy that's on our team that she lives here in Kansas City. So she was not able to do any regional qualifiers. She was not able to do any national shows. Um, The only pro qualifiers that she is eligible for as a citizen of Italy is the um, Amateur Olympia, the Arnold, and then the Spin weeder Because it's previously from Canada, right? So it's an international show. This one is drug tested. Um, But it was nice for her because she had never competed before. So she not only got to compete in Masters and Open, but she also got to compete in Novice, and then she ended up winning the overall. So that was nice to have that, like, kind of weird scenario. Um, I think it's, like, her only scenario that she could have ever competed as a novice. So I was grateful to have that spot. Um, Another thing that's weird about this show is... If you do have a drug tested NPC event in your area, you mm-hmm. have to ha- compete at that show to qualify for this. However, if you're from an area that does not have an NPC drug tested event, then you can be eligible, not ever have competed, and compete at the show and essentially win your pro card. So, a little bit different on that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, trying to think some other things that were different. So the pre-judging started at 8 a.m. on Friday and it started with all of the male categories for pre-judging. Then it turned around and they did finals and awards for the men. So the women didn't start pre-judging until about 3 o'clock.
1: Wow. Yeah, the okay. men
0: went really long because if you can think about it, it's very difficult as a male to win a pro card as a natural athlete, whereas it's right. a little bit different for females. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a more male dominant show in terms of like numbers. Okay. Uh, because there were a lot of people that, you know, in the male categories that it, this would be their only chance to win a pro card, really, I think, you know, because mm-hmm. as males, I think it's way more common to be assisted than females right. in GoPro, like for yourself included, like, um, yeah. Like you went pro as natural, but for a man, that'd be kind of difficult. So yeah, there were a lot of men in this show and um, not as many women. And then when the females started, they had all the categories, fitness, women's physique, figure, wellness, and bikini. And then we basically rolled through prejudging and we were done with finals by six o'clock. So, wow. Um, it kind of stunk for the pros cause the pro men were supposed to start at three. Um, oh. I was surprised they allowed the females to just get started. Um, but yeah, the pros had to wait forever. I know I saw Karina there. We sat in oh. the stands together. She was doing the fitness portion and she was like past her bedtime <laughs> I think oh. when she actually went on stage for her routine. But, um, but yeah, then the pros all followed and they, Ran along the same time frame, like where they did, you know, they're prejudging for the men and then finals and then prejudging for women and then finals. Wow. So it was a long night for them for us. It was pretty cool because I mean, I got to bed at my normal old lady bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say it's very comfortable format. Um, it was at the Hilton in Alexandria, Virginia, so you know, direct flight to DC. Um, it's a gear unit show so it ran very smoothly um, but yeah I would recommend it I, I just thought it was a great show and the athletes that came they were just we had two that had done shows by themselves and they made the comment like they're never doing another show without their teammates ever again because it was just so much fun um, bonding time and um, Brittany had her first athletes that she'd ever coached on stage and know it, it was super exciting for her because she had yeah. a her one client got top three at a pro qualifier and then her other one won the, you know, the novice overall in the first place. So um, super exciting to see her journey as a coach to come to fruition, um, at least for me. I just feel like seeing that whole full circle of paying it forward is always a cool thing. So because I remember doing that with you i mean last year was your first year of having national competitors right yeah 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 last
1: year it's just cool
0: to see our team as we grow the coaches finding success at that higher level as well um yeah so any thoughts so far uh listener (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm doing this episode here
1: (laughs) No, no it sounds great um I was excited to see how the glam girls are going to do a Ben Weider and how it was run I had an athlete compete in it and I just coached her remotely last year so I didn't really have much lay of the land so I was glad that you were there to give some feedback and that way we can strategize for you know the girls moving forward and it's great for the listeners too to listen to these recaps um so that you can make you know they can make plans for their individual Uh, show runs for next year and know how to strategize but that's interesting for the masters competitors they have to win a double overall Mm -hmm. Um, so that's like that's a huge the person that won that double overall I hope that they feel super special because you would have climbed the rungs uh, for sure in one day yeah she had a beautiful tiara and yeah you get the
0: yeah you get all these swords and it was funny we were talking about how um, Sarah was going to bring her sword home on the plane. I don't. Oh yeah. You know, cause that's kind of a, <clears throat> something you have to still <laughs> think effect. about, I guess, but it was pretty
1: cool. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like everybody had a, like a good time and enjoyed the experience.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think too, it's a big deal when, you know, shows don't go like super long, we could kind of relax and get hair and makeup yeah. done and, hands and not stress uh, you know we weren't like it wasn't so late that you know everybody could still get pictures and like go yeah. out to dinner and even get to bed at a decent time with an early flight the next day so I definitely think it was very comfortable format and definitely want to go back again um the only thing that I that happened and this has never happened to me ever in my whole coaching career. Um, I have to say that I was like, it was, I was glad that I was there because I think that the outcome would have been a lot different. So, um, so for example, there was in the 50 plus, there was just A and B categories. And uh, one of our ladies that was in the 50 B, she was also entered in the 40 B um, but because of class size, they combined her, they made her stay on stage for the comparisons of 40 a. Um, and then I thought they were just going to keep her up there cause she was in the next class coming up in 40 B and they exited her off stage. And I thought she was just going to go around the back and come out again. And I see all of the 40 B people coming out and she's not on stage and then they scratch her name. Mm. And so I just booked it I was like did they just scratch her name and I was like running in the back um she was like standing in the corner not knowing what was going on because I mean this was literally Mm -hmm. her second show she just started competing this year and I was like you know I ran her up to the expediters like explain the situation I'm like that's her class on stage right now and luckily she hadn't signed up for the 35 B so they ended up getting to put her in there but since the judging was like basically done in the 40 um you know we were able to transfer her entry fee to that and she ended up getting top five in 35 um so it worked out but it was like I've never seen anything like that where I had to like run um but I guess that's like that's an advantage of having a coach like at your show because she did not know what was going on and like as a competitor show day is like really just like a blur anyways and if you this is only your second show, you've never done a like a big show like this. It's it can get confusing. So mm-hmm. um, I was glad that it worked out for her. But yeah, that was a very interesting situation for sure.
1: I think it's definitely probably a good thing too that the the amount of athletes that we bring uh, can be handled by the by matching the amount of coaches we have. Like I don't know how you know, we, some people have these like huge teams and there's like one coach trying to manage everybody. Like, I mean, I know I feel overwhelmed with like a handful of people just trying to keep everybody straight make sure they all get the attention and taken care of. And, and for like small mishaps like that, that may slip through the cracks. So um yeah I think I mean definitely Amy is always really good about like keeping an eye on those small details and and remembering the classes you have such a good memory so I'm glad that you were there to kind of like step in and help and um yeah I just have a feeling that with you and Brittany there the girls felt really pampered and taken care of and seems like it was a wonderful experience I love seeing the pictures too We definitely want to
0: always make them feel like queen for a day on their show. You know, they should feel super special. And I feel like that's what sets glam girl part is like, and you're a huge part of this is just, we really try to provide that concierge service Mm -hmm. and, you know, up front, our cost may look like it's so much more expensive than other teams, but you have to remember that we include you know, we don't charge people for us to fly to these shows and to stay in hotels. Like we cover those travel costs. We also are posing with you. We don't a la carte that like it's part of mm-hmm. your upfront fee. Um, you know, doing these extra things are all parts of things that we feel like are necessary for people to be successful. And we want to be the complete package and have that, provide that concierge service. So yes, like you may look at our package and be like, oh, that's more expensive than this team. But then you factor like um, a 50 to $60 uh, posing session a week into mm-hmm. that, you know, times that by four every week for 10 weeks. That adds a significant cost, but we include that. So, um, again, not trying to like tutor on a horn, but I do feel like after doing this for so many years myself and I always have a coach myself. I kind of see what needs to be like fine details. Like I'm all about the details when it comes Mm -hmm. to like the little things. Um, and I just feel like that's super important. And I mean, I was right there just holding people's suits in place, like while they were getting bikini bitten and, um, it's just what we do, you know? I mean, I was trimming hair. I can be a hairdresser. I can do it all. (laughs) No, it's just kidding. (laughs) I was telling Marlin, my training partner, she's, I was like, I was channeling my inner Marlin when I was trimming the hair. Yeah. Cause
1: she's a hairdresser. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: She's our, like our resident stylist for our team. She travels to all the team shows and does everyone's hair for them. So, oh
1: my gosh, I'm yeah. sure she appreciated that. I could see, I can hear her laughing about that too. Yeah. <laughs> I told her this morning, she's like, Aww. you have a good eye. I was like, well, I, It was a little bit easier because it was braids like i feel like you know
0: when it's like just regular hair you probably don't want my hands on that head but um with the braids it's like gaps so you can't really tell like if i messed up the lines but anyway there's a little bit more control (laughs) side tangent okay so i will put um i'll put in the show notes just to recap here, we're going to put in your posing link and then I'm also going to put in the details for the posing seminar um, in case anybody wants to join into that. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're at the 30 minute mark, so I appreciate you letting me ramble,
1: Chris. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, this was really important. And thanks for sharing it with me and the listeners. Yeah. Well, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, you
0: can find us at prep life podcast or at glam girl bikini we always appreciate it when you tag us on your story. And, um, I know this last episode, I felt like we got so many sweet, like tags of people that I didn't even know, listen to the show. So anytime you can do that, um, we just love to hear how it's impacting your life and if it's helping you, because that's the most important factor. Yeah. Um, and any kind of rating or review that you can leave, it just helps other people find us and, um, you know, we try to keep it ad free. So uh, if you can find it in your heart to be so kind, pay it forward by giving us a re- rating or a review. Um, it's sure appreciated. So if you would like to apply for the team, you can go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Enger, signing off with my fabulous co-host.
1: And this is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. Thanks for listening, everyone.